close encounters of the third kind. Actual contact. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I gotta do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! The Sasquatch was approximately eight to ten feet tall. It looked very human-like, but it definitely wasn't a human. After seven years of research, I am more convinced than ever that the creature known as Nessie is a real living animal. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. Welcome to Mysteriousnesses, episode, episode number 15. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Wow. Uh, you guys are already terrible. All <laughs> hail the holy number 10. 10. Yes, it is episode 15, but we can go ahead and call it 10. 10 I plus 5. I, I, I mean, you guys listening know, but I confess to them that I accidentally called the episode episode 10, like three episodes in a row. We knew it the whole time. Like 10, 11, 12, We're I think. We're in a time loop. Isn't 10 the god number? Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess. If, sure. If you're, if you're dealing with the metric system. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yes. I'm not sure I understand that. We got a great show for you. First up, uh, well, actually, in our feature segment, I want to talk real quick. We're going to be talking about uh, the different races of aliens that are, visit our planet. So. Yeah. Uh, I see you have written down here flat Earth. Are we really going to be talking about that again? No, no we're no. not. Don't you even start. Well, yeah, you're not. You're not allowed to talk about because I'm Earth feeling anymore. the pull of the anti moon right now. <laughs> What you don't realize is that we recorded that episode a week and a half ago, and no one in this room has stopped bullshitting about it since. It's the stupidest thing. <laughs> if you haven't listened 10. to that episode, that's, uh, what was that on, episode 14? That was, that was episode number yeah. 10. 10. 10. Number 10. 10 plus 4. It's, the anti-moon is pulling my rage humors to the surface. Okay. Yeah. Let's I just need talk to be leeched. hollow earth theory. Yeah, well, that, that, that'll be for a different episode. Right now, we're going to talk about an artificial womb that has successfully grown baby sheep. Yay! And humans could be next. I just imagine somebody having that in their in their kitchen or something, like, taped to their fridge. Like well, your, you could grow your own livestock. That would be cool. Holy shit! Oh, wow, it's like a vacuum seal it's bag yeah. that, uh, that British telemarketer guy would sell. Oh, my yeah, it's like God. A you Ziploc. suck the air right out of the baby sheep. <laughs> It's yeah. just a it's just a dick pump connected to a plastic bag. Yeah, That's all that is. Yeah. yeah, you just walk into someone's house and they have it magnetized to their fridge. You're like, oh, what's that? They're like, oh, that's our son. It's He's growing. Son. Don't put your oh. dick in there. So, We've already done that. So they put uh, eight fetal uh. lambs. Uh, they put them in the uh, basically. They put them in these artificial wombs, and they developed much like they would have inside their mother's womb. Except they're insane when they're born. <laughs> Except they have no soul. Yeah, over four weeks, their lungs and brains grew. They sprouted wool, opened their eyes, wriggled around, and learned how to swallow, according to a new study that takes the first step toward an artificial womb. Man, it took they me They don't forever. say what they did with them after the it four weeks. It took me forever. <laughs> I just them in a dumpster. <laughs> nope. It took me forever to learn how to swallow. She buzzing. Means, she means sex stuff. Buzzing. That's, okay. That's the wine talking. That's yeah. That was a Bigfoot big wine. wine. Yeah, we're talking. Th- this episode is brought to you by Bigfoot Wine. For Lauren's birthday is coming up this weekend, and we're having a birthday show for Lauren at uh, the Iberian Rooster in downtown St. Pete. So that's going to be on Saturday the 29th. But uh, as an early birthday gift, I bought her Bigfoot Orchards. Yep. It's got a nice blurry picture of Bigfoot or vineyards, right on the I would front. guess. Yeah. yeah. It's Bigfoot Vineyards, Sasquatch Vineyards. It's What's it good. Called? It's something. <laughs> it, it's something. It's good. Yeah. Anyways. Go you're already making, vinery. 
already making awful sex puns, so I guess it's working. It's gonna be a good show. Yeah, so yeah, th- this is this is cool. Uh, so so would you consider having children if you could just grow them in a bag yes, like that? No. Nope. I would. I nope. would. Mike, I would. No. Well, it's not it's not up to you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's no, not it's, your it's choice. It's her bag. <laughs> it's a woman's My choice. bag, my choice. Yeah, my bag, my choice. Oh man. No, but the, all right, check it out. It's, you a, know. it's growing a baby I, in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, that's way better. How does it than not come out insane? It's way I, I feel like than my they were body. okay in the Matrix. Yeah, they, they turned were out fine, fine yeah, in the that, Matrix. That did work, but I feel like this is just the, the perfect way to have at home veal. Like the freshest veal. Yeah, oh, fresh delicious. livestock. Yeah. Fresh not chicken eggs. Your bait your hypothetical baby. Yeah, not, no, just like, no, you grow livestock in a bag. What if you yeah. grew a baby in the bag? Would it be okay to eat it though? I mean, uh, as long as it didn't have a soul. Real. As long as it's your baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your baby, your then choice. That's like, that's like chewing off a fingernail at that point. It's part of your DNA, uh, so it's the same. less appetizing than I'm sure you meant it. Well, I've been... You, you are the reason why why Christian groups will be protesting this for the next year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the next ten years. Yeah, Maybe just, we'll... Oh my god, you could use that artificial womb with a lamb in it as an air pillow. Just have a whole waterbed made out of these things. Oh, oh God! <laughs> my, I sleep on a bed of jellied lamb, <laughs> and they're alive. Yeah. They move around and they blink. scream at me in the night. My <laughs> wife's bed has birds in it. Oh God! Birds, birds aren't born in in. No, Mike. Sure they are. Why not? You yeah. th- those an are just egg eggs. Is, an egg is an artificial womb. I get. Well, it's not artificial. I don't think it's artificial. <laughs> oh. Yeah, they already do that. If you sleep on eggs. Actually, I, I think a, I think a French artist just did that the other weekend. They oh uh, my successfully. God. I, bet, I bet they fucking successfully did. brought to term eggs that they were sitting on. No, actually, uh, the Japanese. There were some Japanese high schoolers that actually took eggs out of the shell and they incubated them and watched them grow up. Well, they are the most penguin-like of the human races. What the Japanese? Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't even know what if, that no, means. No, if there was a I don't race, even know how on. to be yeah, offended. Let's move on. This that. Is but yeah, we're planet. we're moving on. Uh, Bigfoot footage from Florida. Uh, the Bigfoot footage taken in 2008 reportedly took place in the uh, Mayaca City, Florida. Uh, the two men taking the video said they had baited Sasquatch with a few apples and rotten meat. They added that they were hearing wood knocks and that something was throwing rocks at Probably them. Probably because it didn't want the fucking rotten meat. Yeah. yeah, the footage yeah, uh, lasts that? less than a minute and shows a dark silhouette resembling a primate moving through thick vegetation. So let's see. It's probably the skunk ape, not Sasquatch. It's the same thing, Mike. I no, told you they're before. Different. They're not well, different. Well, so far the video quality skunk looks good. That was a pretty no, this picture. Is, no, this is this is, oh, this is you're, you're being tricked again. Yeah, God, I every cryptozoology get puts like good footage before. Son of a bitch! So that it looks like you're gonna get some. Oh. Is this the one we just watched? They all uh, look no, the same they all after a while. Look the same. Yeah. Let me see. This oh, one looks just like the one we just watched. Yeah, it does look like the this one. This one we looks just a watched. little bit better. It's a little better. Ooh. Oh, that looks more like an ape. Yeah. And you get to kind of see it moving through the forest. The the reason why people think that it's probably fake though is that it is taken like it is three different clips put together. And also, it ends while the Sasquatch is still in frame. So it's like, why would you stop the footage there? Maybe he pissed himself. That does look like an ape. I think this is just footage from Cry of the Cry Wilderness. It looks a <laughs> lot more like an ape than most Bigfoot videos have ever looked to me. And they're really close to it too. Yeah, they're very yeah. close to it. it 
can eh. check this out in the show notes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, if the one. It's not that compelling to me, but I thought it might be interesting because it's from right around in our neighborhood. We now, this next one is pretty creepy. I thought you hated hiking, Lauren. I never said that. I love hiking, actually. No, I hate hiking. Oh, that was Jared. <laughs> yeah, Jared's the guy who likes to go home Jared instead of camping. Jared and I are the same person in your mind, and that's, that's okay. That's fair. We're pretty All right, similar. Look at this We're one. pretty much the same. Yeah. Did you, you missed it already. It's the, Most of it happens right in the beginning here. Oh, okay. It's an eyeball. It was an eye. Whoa. It's like an up-close face on this trail camera. And yeah. then it kind of doesn't show anything else. It was a really big eyeball. I would never imagine. Well, it was up close, but it's more like a human eye than like an animal. Yeah, eye. yeah it looks like a human eye with a human cheek, and it almost looks like he's wearing a beanie. For Actually, a split it looks more like a gray alien to me. I don't know. It's hard to tell what it is. It's got a really big forehead. That's like a ten finger forehead. It's got hair though, for sure. You can see the hair on it. I know. That, yeah, oh. this is. This is uh, from the uh, Sierra Nevada. No, it looks like a human eye to me. That does not look like well, a human eye. It's like an all eye. black. Yeah, it's like got a way bigger uh, dilation. People. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is dark it's, out, so you're. Yeah, it's dark. But it wouldn't take up the entire whites of your eyes. It doesn't. Well, that's I. I have read about Sasquatch that uh, their eyes do get big like that in the low light because that's their night vision. Working. Oh, really? So that's why their pupil gets can get way bigger than ours, and that's why they can see so well at night. Huh, that's interesting. <clears throat> uh, so it looks that's human to me. Yeah, it does not look... Yeah, you can, it doesn't take up the entire cornea. I've seen... Almost, though. It's I've seen human beings with their entire corneas taken Yeah, up. but they're on LSD, though. Yeah, but you, it can still be done. That was me yeah. in high school <laughs> on LSD, Mike. Yeah, it yeah. can still be done. That could be a guy on LSD, then. Yeah, I guess it could just be a guy creeping around in the forest. He could be in, on mushrooms. On mushrooms. Yeah. That's what that's what white people do when they camp. All right, we solved it. That's true. Yeah, so <laughs> it's Ari Shafir. Just yeah, was, we found Ari Shafir. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he's been missing for three months. This boom, right there he is. Here's a interesting one: a creature photographed in garden at night. It's like a gnome. Yeah, it looks like some kind of gnome oh, or sprite shit. or something. Uh, a Reddit user has uploaded an image of what appears to be a strange figure running through a garden. The photograph is one of two images that were taken by a light-sensitive camera approximately two seconds apart. The earlier of the two pictures, however, didn't show anything unusual. Nobody who was present saw anything in the garden at the time, and the anomaly only showed up on the image afterwards. Time dilation. According to the uploader, the photograph was taken by an elderly couple who had no knowledge of Photoshop or other image manipulation techniques. Intriguingly, the creature even appears to have a shadow. So if it really wasn't added to the image afterwards, then there must have actually been something physically present there at the time. Yeah, the, I mean, a shadow. Somebody that's really good at Photoshop can Photoshop a shadow yeah, in Yeah, it's actually... Yeah. I've watched David do so it. So here's the first... Here's the first picture, and then two seconds later, that thing. That's huh. crazy. It is weird looking. Did, does yeah, it, it looks like a little like anywhere a like whereabouts this took place or No, it's anonymous. It's unfortunate. Those people don't want a bunch of like paranormal researchers in their front yard yeah, digging around. Yeah, my ass looking around there. Yeah. That thing is really weird looking though. Yeah, remember to check this out in the show notes. I yeah, it, it looks like um it, it's like what? What is that? 2 feet tall? You would say? If that. Yeah, maybe two and a half. It looks like a toddler if it wasn't supposedly at 2 a.m. I don't know. Its legs are a little Yeah, look how big the feet are. Its feet are huge. They're they're built like cat feet where like it's like really long, but they're they're kind of staying on the very Yeah, on the tips. Also, I think it's interesting to note as far as John's idea that it might be a gnome, its hair- Or some kind of fairy. Its hair is very pointed. Yeah, almost like a hat. 
Yeah, could be a it hat. could be a hat. It could be a hat made out of grass. Yeah. Well, if it sh- only showed up within a two-second interview, and it was I mean, it was going fucking yeah. fast. So it was going way faster than a that's toddler. Why, could that's go. why it's supposedly its hat is blurry. Or it's blinking in and out of this dimension or something. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's cool. That's one of the best pictures of of that sort of phenomenon. I don't know I've if it's cool seen. as much as it is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw it, it would be definitely horrifying. Oh, if I saw it in real life, but you can see the shadow, and it's coming down at the correct angle from the light. Yeah, it's a it's perfectly. Um, it, it it goes exactly. If you look at the tree in the background, the tree makes a perfect line in its shadow, and the shadow of the sprite perfectly matches that line. Yeah. So, if it is photoshopped, kudos to that guy, because he did a really good job. But I just don't think so. I think that's is, pretty legit. I wonder if there was any wind at the time. Maybe the branches in the tree have moved or something. We can see if it's not the same picture. can kind of look at both of them. Try to compare. Are the rays from the light the same? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that wouldn't mean anything. From the angle yeah. of the camera, the light the, would the hit it didn't the same, same way. Yeah. The light, the rays from the light haven't moved. Uh, if you want to try that, though, the trees do look exactly the same. If you want to try that, though, you have to look at the moon. So does the moo- moon well, move? It's, well, a it's little only bit? two seconds. Yeah, it yeah it's only moved. two seconds. That's not going to be noticeable. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, probably not going to be able to see any change. Not yeah. with the naked eye, anyway. Yeah, yeah. no. I'm sure that somebody could is smart enough to measure it. But that is not us. That's really cool. <laughs> no, like we don't have that kind of intelligence. All right, uh, on to UFO news. Huge UFO disappeared into wormhole after bizarre events near top secret military base. I call bullshit on this immediately. This is probably it, this headline just sounds like someone throwing darts at a board. The video is kind of cool, but no. it doesn't really show it disappearing into a wormhole. A wormhole. That's just what the witness reported afterwards. Ooh, those are cool lights, though. Definitely suggests like a, cig- a saucer. Cigar shape or, or saucer. Yeah. Uh, this is from the unnamed witness from Mesquite, Nevada, has filed a report to MUFON in which he suggests the cylinder-shaped UFO may have disappeared into a wormhole, which is a theoretical portal to another dimension. He said it happened after uh, there was fighter jet activity near the Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, Nevada. According to alien conspiracy theorists, the base is where U.S. military secretly carries out tests on UFO technology recovered from visiting aliens. So you think they're just taking it out for a test drive? That's mm, always I don't know. possible. I, if it goes through a wormhole, it sounds like a little bit more than a test drive. I mean, they gotta test the wormhole. Yeah, you gotta test the wormhole machine, Mike. I guess so. Mm-hmm. My my mistake. I kind yeah. of understand where they're coming from. How long from. is this video? Because it's just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it's it just done. sits there. I kind of understand where they're coming from. I want to watch it end. Well, the, it doesn't go into the wormhole in the video. Yeah, it doesn't end. Oh, oh well, so it doesn't even nothing. Okay, so yeah, that's the end. The reason why I think they might have said that it's going into a wormhole is if you look at it, if you look at the lights from the beginning, and then you look at it from the at the end. In the beginning, they're perfectly lined up. They're long, either in cigar shape or as a saucer. But as the video goes on, the the lights on each side bend in closer to the center. The that entire way. That through. might just be the cigar shape turning. So the witness also but reports. But the center stays the same. The well, the witness also reports. I heard a loud roar outside. I went out my second floor sliding door onto the porch. There were a lot of kids playing below when suddenly a fighter jet flew lower over my apartment building. 
I could see the afterburners burning a flame. It was so close. He said he watched for 45 minutes, and there were two fighter jets involved. Uh, it was so loud that people came outside from 50 apartments, he said. The man said one jet flew off towards the airbase, and both were gone. So a bunch of people apparently saw this. I hmm. wish he would have videotaped some of the, like, just people gathering and watching yeah, it. Yeah, just so you could see all the people viewing yeah. it. That would feel the, more the, real. Does the video have the sound it made? Uh, not really. It's mostly just him talking. No. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, no one yeah. Cares about And the that. sound is probably from the fighter jets. Anyway. Yeah, the yeah. roar was from the fighter jets for whatever reason they were doing. Yeah. Well, they just go fast and it's loud. All right, uh... UFOs filmed darting behind NASA astronaut during ISS spacewalk. Okay. This is pretty cool. Bit. And I want you this. That's the Uber nerd talking. Let me cast this to you guys. Alien saucers spotted flying behind astronaut. Uh, in the NASA footage, an astronaut is seen outside the ISS carrying out maintenance when a number of objects come into view in the distance. It appears to be complete darkness before three bright objects whiz into view. There have been claims of a cover up. As although the video was placed online by NASA, it appears to cut and go inside the ISS after the objects appear. So it's just like a technician, like, ah, shit, they're flying into the camera view again. God damn it. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> Those joyriding aliens? Ah. Oh, there so is going, a video, okay. Yeah, here's there's a good video. Now, if you, yeah, watch right here. And then it cuts oh. inside. They're going to go back and play it slower. And you can see that the oh, image yeah. is coming yeah. in at an angle. And then if you look down here, there's two more following it. Huh. Ooh. Huh. That's fun. Yeah, I mean, what is that? It's like moving away from Earth's gravity? Yeah. Like, you got to think that's intelligently powered, right? Nothing really moves that fast away from Earth's gravity no. on its own, for right? Us. <clears throat> yeah, that's um Okay. Unless That's something, all it's right. not moving away from gravity, unless it's it's circling around in orbit. If it's like some sort of space debris or something Could orbiting be. the planet, or a, I don't know, I think a satellite wouldn't be that high, or would it? Huh. Ooh. Kind of see, it looks like a UFO or a yeah. saucer. On the close up, the close up is very interesting. So who knows what this what these things could be. The thing that Weird. fascinates me the most is the way that the camera person gets that the hell out of view as soon as possible. Well, no, they just cut to a different camera feed. Yeah, they're like, yeah, nah, not, not showing that. Because yeah. a lot of times now you can just go onto NASA's website and watch the entirety of a spacewalk, mm -hmm. like, live. So... Like, you know, maybe it's a live feed, and they're like, "Oh shit, cut back inside." Yeah, like, look at this. More of that. them That's yeah. like just five lights in a straight line right there. Yeah, it's it's not like it's not like it's a blur of light. That's five distinct little lights. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. And here's another one spotted in Southern California. Uh, the odd-shaped diamond object apparently appeared in the night sky over the San Fernando Valley in the U.S. state of California. Okay. Let's take Watch it. This, this one, I thought, like, I thought all these were interesting. That's why I couldn't choose just one because they all look kind of. That's fair. Kind of just weird. That one's 
glowing a bunch of different yeah, colors. Yeah, it's like strobing. It's like having a party or something. It does look like huh. a party. It's, it's like... Ball- it, it, whoa. It, whoa. 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 You get close and it's like this weird cube or diamond thing. And it's like multicolored green. Yeah, flashing different lights. Purple, and purple and center. I wonder if it's a ball lightning, if that's what it could be. I don't think that's ball it's lightning. swamp gas. That's, I've never heard that's of, a portal to a different dimension right there. That's <laughs> what it could be. I've never heard of ball lightning described with those colors before. Usually ball lightning is like a a hot white blue, um, pink, yeah. purple, like and green. green. Yeah, but there, when we, because we covered that on one of the earlier episodes. That was like and one of our first Yeah, we episodes. didn't have any reports of it flashing around like that. Maybe there was one that it was flashing a bunch of different colors, I Maybe. think. Maybe. I have to go back. I remember. And, and, well, I lost all the show notes for that I stuff, do seem so to remember them go back. talking about one having like a strobe effect. Yeah. I don't remember if there was different colors or anything involved. Right, right. All right, now let's get into our paranormal news and go over the nine most haunted objects in the world. One of them is Jared's pussy. Whoa, Mike. Hi. Sorry. It's supernaturally tight. Uh, when the well, topic no, it's of hauntings, he's had an abortion. Oh, jeez. Oh, anyway, when the topic of hauntings comes up, the discussion usually revolves around a spirit causing havoc in a home or attaching to a person and following them from residence to residence. In the paranormal world, things are not always that simple, and spirits can ultimately latch on to almost anything they channel their trapped energy into, be it dolls, animals, or common things you'd find in almost any home. What follows is a rundown of some of the most haunted objects in the world, and we promise that this will have you second-guessing the next time you feel like bringing something home from a thrift store or a state sale. Okay. I don't know. I go to estate sales just to find haunted objects. Yeah. I never found one. Well, Not once. I just think that I'm just cursed. I or think I've got, got too many home. We've got so many they cancel each other out. There yeah. you go. Uh, a couple from California found this painting at an old brewery and listed it for sale on eBay. They warned that the uh, they warned in the listing that the children and creepy hands in the background had a tendency to move around on their own, but that didn't keep someone from paying one thousand and twenty five dollars for it. Why wouldn't you? I'd pay more. Why? Yeah, creepy haunted painting. The painting was originally made by the artist Bill Stoneham and is said to be based off a photograph from his childhood. When asked how the painting came to be found by the couple who eventually sold it on eBay, he claims to not know, but revealed that he last saw it it was in an art gallery in Los Angeles. The owner of that gallery, as well as a Los Angeles Times critic who reviewed the show the painting was hung for, are said to have both died within a year of laying eyes on it. Including the entire city of Los Angeles. Oh, no. So, yeah, this is like... Well, we've seen it now, so... This is a creepy painting. Oh. Well, we, we're not seeing it in person, curses, so we're fine. Curses don't really work on me, so it's it's okay. Oh, this is a creepy Oh, that painting. is weird. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like the painting. I it, It's creepy. I wouldn't have it in my home. No. It makes you feel Why are there all kinds of weird hands on the outside of the window? I don't know. I'm done looking at it dead on. I'm going <laughs> to use my... My peripherals is what Oh, it's zooming in now. Nope. Oh, God, look at the kid's nope. face. This is something out of a horror movie. I'm not doing this. The not hands doing it. resist him is the name of the painting. And now we're all cursed. Yep, <laughs> I'm. I'm only using peripherals. Well, that curse is going to have to fight with the bye bye man. So yeah, and we're also getting into some more curses here, so they're going to have to fight it out. All right. Anna Baker's wen- wedding dress. Uh, oh, it's the blue. dress is said to have belonged to a woman named Anna who purchased it for a wedding that never ended up taking place. Anna died a spinster in 1914, and the dress was put on display at the Baker Mansion Museum in Altoona, Pennsylvania. That's People- where my mom's from. Really? Yeah. Wow, I've never even heard of that. That was her wedding place. dress. 
<laughs> People who work at the museum claim to walk in on the dress moving around as if dancing all on its own. And Ooh. that's where it... I'm sur- I would have immediately lit it on fire. No, but maybe if it's, it's dancing. Whim- I mean, dance. It's whimsically dancing. Yeah. Yeah, until it strangles a baby. Well, don't put any babies in there. It shoves itself down a man's they keep it in a gla- They keep it in a glass case. It can't get out of there. Yeah, yeah it's fine. If, it, uh, if you put it on, though, it does curse you to just adopt a whole bunch of cats. Yeah. <laughs> the crying boy painting. We talked about we this. We talked about this on one of our previous episodes, so we won't go back into that. That's uh, a sad boy. Here we go. The Bassano vase. Believed to have been made in Italy around the 15th century, this vase vanished for a long time before being discovered again in 1988, along with a note saying, Beware, this case brings death. Okay. The vase was auctioned off. (laughs) Nobody listened to the note at all? Guess not. Not at all. The vase was auctioned off, and the new owner of it died only a few short months after bringing it home. The vase was sold again, and the same fate was met by its new owner. Both of This vase. happened a few more times before Italian police decided to put an end to the mysterious deaths by burying the vase in a secret location. Why not just smash it? Yeah. Hopefully it won't pop up again, but if it does, stay away from it. Because so, smashing it releases the evil spirits inside. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't smash a haunted object, because it just gives it you know, the ability to move around at that point. All right, burn oh. it. Same. It's the same yeah, deal. Yeah, it never works, Jared. No, no. When you burn it, it, it sets the spirit on fire. Does it? I don't I, think so. I don't think that so. That should never work. Burying has been Usually the Usually cursed objects won't burn. Listen. Yeah. I got my degree in necromancy, and I know you can't smash cursed objects. Well, if you go back and remember when we were talking about the crying boy, people tried to burn that, and the and houses around burn. it burned, and it would not burn. All right. So I think the answer here is one of us needs to get like Elon Musk or Richard Bronson rich. And just start a service where we blast cursed objects to the moon. No, like, legit. <laughs> just shoot them and shoot them in little payloads. Nah, yeah. if, Why if, don't we just send a message to Elon Musk asking him to do nah, it? I'm sure he'll do the, it. If I win yeah, the lottery, Bron- well, here's the thing. I think Richard Bronson is the only one crazy enough to do it. But I also worry he's the only one crazy to just keep them. Why don't you just pit, yeah? Pit, you should pitch both of those guys. Be like, all right, I got this great idea for a business. We take cursed objects and we shoot them into space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, you go. there you go. Give them to the aliens. Yeah. Uh, what happens when an alien encounters a cursed object? Same thing, I would imagine. Um, a port of the hell opens yeah. up. Yeah. Here's number five. The Tall Man's Bunk Beds. Purchased oh. in 1987 by Alan and Debbie Tallman, this set of bunk beds sat in their home's basement for nine months as uh, pre-preparations were made to move them upstairs for their children. During those nine months, a series of horrific events took place in the home, including radios changing stations by themselves, visions of witches, and ghostly voices urging the family into dangerous situations. Mr. Tallman grew... Kill them! (laughs) Mr. Tallman grew to believe that the bunk beds were the source of this activity, so he burned them. Once destroyed, the activity stopped completely. See... See, all right. See, well, I no, guess I don't yeah, think you no. can burn a vase. That though. doesn't. Jared's like, oh, it happened once. It worked once. It's good. But I also have the one instance where it didn't work. So we're at fifty-fifty yeah, of your true. chances now, Jared. Here we go. Here's uh, not smashing, burning. Here's, yeah, 50, here's number six: the conjure chest. A slave owner named Jacob Cooley requested this chest be built by one of his servants. It was intended to be a gift for his son, but once completed, he was unhappy with the quality of it and beat his servant to death. That's well, that was his brain. It's okay. kind of a little off-center. Fuck you. I think it's a nice-looking... <laughs> oh, actually, no. Look at one of the legs is short, yeah, real see? short. <laughs> that would get really annoying. It's the pic 
picture, you can see it just... It, it's. I think oh, it's fine. It looks good to me. A curse is said to have been put on the chest that ultimately, ultimately resulted in 16 deaths throughout the history of the Cooley family line. The chest is now on display at the Kentucky History Museum. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think, you know, maybe don't beat your slave to death and then just have him fix it. After they... But it, yeah, but it why looks didn't good. Just have him fix it? But there's <laughs> yeah. nothing wrong with it. The guy was just an asshole. Fuck that guy, slave just, owner piece like, of shit. I'm not shit. paying you for this shit. <laughs> it's like, I didn't ask for any money, sir. Like, <laughs> Rudolph Valentino's ring. It is said that the silent actor Rudolph Valentino purchased a fancy ring in the 1920s to celebrate his success, and upon showing it to a friend, they had a vision of Valentino as a corpse. Almost immediately following this event, Valentino's luck started to go bad in his career and in his health. He passed away soon after. Okay, so don't wear that ring. Don't, don't yeah. buy fancy shit. The woman from Lem statue. That is not a woman. Nicknamed the goddess of death, this limestone statue dates back to 1878. That is and according a statue. to legend, every family who has owned it since has died mysteriously. Okay. That's a statue of a penis. It kind of looks like the. It does like, look kind of phallic. It looks like every like Venus statue. Yeah, that does not look like every Venus statue. That looks like number nine is the Dybbuk box. I saw the movie. Yeah, we've talked about that a little bit before, uh, and I don't want to talk about it because I don't want the curse. Yeah, it's pretty spooky. Yeah, it's a, it's a scary spooky. curse. I'm not doing it. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna discuss all the different alien races that currently inhabit our Earth. Gojira, including Gojira. We'll be right back. Welcome back. All right, let's get into these different alien races. Once again, we've jumped into a subject where there is so much information. Too much information. We literally spent 20 minutes just trying to figure out what the fuck we were going oh, to I've do. Oh, I've been looking at this crap all day. I think that that in itself is proof that at least one type of alien exists. Because if you go online... You have to dig through so much bullshit to find anything worthwhile. That's true. Lots Most, of good pictures, though. So there's hundreds of sightings and abductions and firsthand accounts uh, have made it possible to distinguish several distinct alien species that have been in cahoots with the military forces deciding our future without ever consulting us. Below are some of the least obscure ones we could find. Oh, this the is, least obscure. Yeah, is, that's what I'm saying. Like There are tons of different alien species that have been reported. It's absurd. Yeah, it's so. Uh, here's a uh, number one, the Syrians. I like these guys. They're from Syria. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're hailing from a Sirius B star system. The Syrians are as advanced as they are ancient. Throughout history, they have imparted their knowledge to human civilizations of their choosing. They gifted the ancient Egyptians with medical and astronomical information, and the great pyramids and temples are said to have been built with their help. Oh, these are the guys that are in the Sumerian. Uh no, these, are, these aren't to be confused with the Anunnaki, I don't think. Yeah, I think that these are a different Anunnaki guys. are different. Uh, the Mayans also had a special relationship with the Syrians, who shared information with this enigmatic South American civilization. The extraterrestrials originating from Sirius B are believed to have played part in the disappearance of the Maya. They are accredited with leaving behind amazing artifacts such as the crystal skulls. John, are you just reading to me the synopsis for the one Indiana Jones movie that we don't talk about? we don't about? talk about? Yeah, it's the crystal skulls. Yeah. yeah. 
What? What? Is, oh yeah, it was aliens. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. I knew it. Shia LaBeouf is a Syrian. Yeah. No, he is fucking not. <laughs> Uh, another earthly civilization that benefited from uh, benefited from the Syrian presence uh, were the Atlantinians. Atlantinians? Yeah. It is believed. Atlanteans? Yeah, yeah it's that Atlanteans. That's how it really is. This guy's retarded. No, I just read it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> John might be. It is believed that during the cataclysmic event that uh, sunk Atlantis, the Syrians were instrumental in leading the rescue operations. Other civilizations have been influenced by the Syrians. Uh, the most notable case being that of the Dogon tribe of West Africa. Why would they be instrumental in the rescue options? I would like to see some sort of the like Dogon. Why does that sound familiar? The Dogon? Yeah. It is. It makes you think of uh, Game of Thrones for some no, random reason. No, no, no. I don't know that's why. Dothraki. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. Although they were more involved during our planet's past, nowadays the Syrians supposedly play a more subtle role through technology exchange programs. They are often mentioned in connection with covert exotic weapons research as well as time travel experimentation. Hmm. So what do you think they're doing? They're giving us technology to advance our race. For what purpose? I honestly... Like, that's the biggest question. Is like, Oh, it's... it's I'm thinking of the reference from... Uh, the Dark Tower series. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that's kind of like the two different thoughts on aliens, right? Is either they're trying to improve us and bring us up to their level, or they're trying to use us as cattle and, like, breeding experiments. Or different ones do different things. Yeah. That's what we're going to find out but right they, now. But they kind of end up in two categories, How right? How come they never, like... Well, maybe they tried to build us up, and that's where the Atlantan uh, civilization came from. And then those guys got all crazy and then blew their shit up. And they're like, all right, now we got to start over. But why would they save him? Be like, oh, they fucked up. Eh, fuck him. They probably just saved him and dispersed him around. And then, all right, you guys got to start over. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Number two, the short grays, also known as Zeta re- uh, reticulums. Reticulums. The greys are some of the most well-known aliens. They're commonly depicted throughout alien pop culture and the culprits of most abductions. According to most descriptions, they stand three to five feet tall, have bulbous heads, and oversized black eyes. Although they possess a mouth, they seldom speak and are mostly communicate telepathically. The short greys are said to be genetically engineered worker race that are controlled by their superiors, the tall greys. Their telepathic abilities allow them to constitute a type of hive mind consciousness. I thought it was the other way around. No, it's the the tall greys. Usually there's like... like reported during abductions there's like one tall gray and they're the one in charge and they're like the leader and and people theorize that they're the only ones that aren't like robots mm-hmm. yeah i've i've heard a lot of theories like the that other the ones short are just grays meat robots, yeah right? they're meat robots yeah which is really weird i th- personally i think we'll have that someday we got we can grow them in a bag in the kitchen yeah and, and there's you your, your little gray serving you got a little tiny guy serving you I and then there's an uprising i don't know weird that their entire hierarchy would be based on height and though. rape apparently well we'll get to that i've got a bunch of stuff on that later all right so now we're at the tall grays yeah these ones stand seven to eight feet tall they're hairless and pale the gray masters are the ambassadors of most meetings between human and alien forces they represent both human and gray biological material combined and therefore play a lead role in assisting the short grays with interacting with humanity this species is involved in many genetic experiments and there has now been a hybrid human-gray race created, containing mind control and diplomatic agreements with the shadow government to which they represent. Sources claim they originate from the star system in the Orion constellation. Um, okay. You know, okay. sources. 
Sources <laughs> yeah. say. So they're not also Zeta Reticulians? They're I, part Zeta Reticulians. Yeah, I think I, I think in order for them to like live here in our atmosphere, they probably have to change their gemet- genetic makeup a little bit. To so, so they're half human, half Zeta Reticulians? Maybe not half, but maybe some human. Yeah, they've borrowed some of they're, it. They're Octoroons? Yeah, I, although I'm pretty sure that's racist, Jerry. Yeah, that's oh, very God, racist, Oh, God, that picture Jerry. down at the bottom left is awful. Ooh. Uh, here's number four, the Alpha Draconians. These, these are the ones, lizard people. These are a type of lizard people. Uh, they're corrupt and vicious. The Alpha Draconians infiltrated human society thousands of years ago and are the oldest known reptilian race in our galaxy. Although they came to Earth from their colonies on Alpha Draconius, their original homeworld is unknown. They lay eggs and use a battle hormone to accelerate the birthing process. They are a duality. This is why ancestral females do not participate in war, because if they did, there wouldn't be anybody to help with the eggs. They have also been there. Uh, they, they also have to be there to secrete their hormone. I'm only sharing with you what I know about them through years of research. Well, thank oh, you. Thanks. thanks. Scott, I'm, well, I'm glad this guy did the research. He sifted through all that stuff. Yeah, all that shadow government. It's interesting how this guy doesn't cite his fucking sources, though. Shadow government. Re- shadow government. It's magic. I ain't got to explain yeah, it's shit. All, it's all like you in the anti-moon. Yeah, okay. Thanks, Jared. Uh, a decidedly giant reptilian species. They measure anywhere from 14 to 22 feet tall. Jesus and estimated Christ. 1,800 pounds of mostly muscle. So, so these guys, Godzilla. These are dragon people. I mean, yeah. Godzilla is way bigger than that. 22 like feet a baby tall? Godzilla. Yeah, it's just like a giant dinosaur man. How could they hide themselves? Uh, I, think they, I think they live in uh, underground tunnel systems. Uh, they... They have alpha draconian. Uh, the alpha draconians have black, leathery, brown scale bellies, whiskers along their chin and jawline, and have multiple abdomens. Wait, what? Wait, multiple they, abdomens? Yeah, they can bend in all sorts of ways. I don't know, man. They're crazy. I don't know. I don't understand what that means at all. I can bend in a bunch of ways. Well, you don't have. You only have one abdomen, though. How do you have multiple abdomens? How does that work with only having one head? I don't know. Yeah, if you have mul- if you were like a, what is the the th- the the, sn- the snake thing with three heads in like a mythology? A hydra. A hydra. If you were a hydra, I think a hydra three- only had one abdomen. Yeah. 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 That still yeah that still had one abdomen. Technically, a centaur's got two abdomens. Yeah. Kind so of. Kind they're like, of. They're like. They're mesh. like a T Rex centaur. I guess. <laughs> I'm having know. a real hard time figuring this out. Uh, some accounts describe them as having tails or even wings, and they are, in fact, the only genetic line of their ancestry that is not extinct. Okay. Contactee Alex Collier says he was allowed to share some details about these extraterrestrials. Uh, the Traconians are the force behind the repression of human populations everywhere in the galaxy, instilling fear-based belief systems and restrictive hierarchies. They are extremely clairvoyant and extremely clever, and they can also be extremely sinister. So, they're extremely, that's for sure. So, this guy's saying that there's other civilizations of humans in the galaxy. Yeah, that's also an interesting thing to say. It's like we're just going to drop that in there. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to say anything about it, but you know. The Draconians view themselves as the first intelligent species to evolve in the Milky Way galaxy. Competitive and expansive, they have populated many worlds. These immense egos. Their immense egos allow them to see themselves as the rightful rulers of lesser evolved worlds such as Earth. Their continuous exploration of the human race proves they consider us an inferior 
uh, species. Reports say that there are actually two types of alpha draconians divided into two castes. The giant ones are part of a royal caste called the uh, Seekir, while the smaller ones, only eight feet tall, form a well-trained warrior class. This feels like stuff they wrote for Mass Effect and were like, nah, we're not going to include this. No, You know what? I kind of... I don't know how I feel about lizard people because I kind of want to believe in them, but I don't believe in the draconians. I don't know why, but that feels they, like I think bullshit. They, they're huge dragon people. They're living in underground military bases, secretly ruling the world. I don't know why that's so hard to but believe. But if they were so fucking And pro- they have so many abdomens. No, my problem with it is that the abdomens? if they were so <laughs> fucking powerful, why would they live underground? And if hide. They, and hide. Maybe they like it. I don't, I don't know, maybe there's too many of us that we, we, we could overpower them if, if they came out. If you're 22 feet tall, each one could take on 10 people easily, yeah, I would well, say. Well, we've got more than 20 people, though. Well, yeah, I know that. But if there's as many of them as... there, I don't know. If there's at least like well, a million of them, I don't I, know. I don't think there's a billion of them. I no, think is there's it a million? I don't even think there's a million of them. There's probably only like, there's probably like a handful of them, like a hundred if that. Well, then how is it that only a hundred have control over everything? Well, because they have the smaller warrior race. And the shadow all government. The, all the shit work. Okay, well, then how many of the smaller warrior race do you think there are? I don't know, like 30? <laughs> At least That's 30 or 40. That's not nearly enough to be in control <laughs> of jack shit. <laughs> no, Lauren. No, I think, not enough. I think if, if you're the president and a bunch of draconians show up at your house... You just do what they say, right? Yeah, the Illuminati's only like f- 15 people. Yeah, and those you know guys what? are only people. You brought up a very valid point, John. Next time there is a race for the presidency, I will not vote for anyone unless they tell me their policy on the draconians. Yeah, they should I be need, up, up front with it at least. I need a ballsy president that will tell me that they'll stand up to those motherfuckers. Yeah. Otherwise, that's, I'm not voting for you. That's why I keep a cannon pointed at my front door. <laughs> an, an old timey cannon. Yeah. I, by the way, I mean, where did you get that? I, I got it at a. I got it at an antique store. Oh, is it a cursed in the cannon? Of Georgia. Yeah. It's a cursed yeah. cannon that I mean, only fires it's not backwards. Work, though, because they're just going to come out of the ground. Yeah. Well, I can point that thing at the ground. Yeah, oh, it okay. fires human souls, Jared. <laughs> oh, yeah. My mistake. And let's not get the uh, the uh, draconians confused with the native reptilians. I believe in these motherfuckers. These guys are cuter. They're way cuter. They're often confused with the warrior ca- cast of the alpha draconians. These reptilians are said to be native to Earth. Typically, reptilians are described as being six to eight feet tall, bipedal, with green scaly skin, body odor, and large eyes with a vertical pupil. The little information available for the species states that they were originally left behind by the Alpha Draconians to colonize Earth. So are they native or are they left behind yeah, hold on. originally? Yeah. Well, uh, LeBron James is one. I know that. Well, I mean, I guess eventually they become native. No, you I don't. I guess if you're here for thousands and, you know, if you're here yeah. longer than humans, then. Well, supposedly these are the motherfuckers running the Illuminati. Yeah, these are the... Yeah, it shows them in a business suit holding a press conference up there. Do you ever become native? Is that a yeah. thing? Once you're born here. I guess you're once naturalized. you're born here, you're naturalized. As long as you're born somewhere, like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure these aren't literally the same guys no, that were dropped see, off. See, my idea of the lizard people is that they were also here from the beginning, too. That's yeah. my. That's always been my thought. Or at least here. far, far enough back. Yeah, that far it enough back. Matter. It doesn't matter. And they just always lived underground. So these are the ones that people think like run the Illuminati and and the shadow government, and they can you know shape shift into human form. Yeah, these are my boys. I like these guys. 
Yeah, so like, you know, like the Queen Elizabeth, she's... Definitely a lizard she's person. She's a lizard person. She's lived too long to be human. Yeah, she's got... She, well, yeah, she's going to... Uh, She's going to go away soon, and she's going to go back to Alpha Draconius yeah. as a hero. Also, you think those are wrinkles? You can just see through her old human skin. Yeah, they need to get rid of her those quick. Those are scales. Scales. Uh, here's the one that Lauren likes, the, the Anunnaki. Anunnaki. You want to read this one, Lauren? Yes, I love these guys. These guys are cool. All right. According to scientists, there is a 12th planet in our solar system known as the possible planet Hold X. Hold on. Water planets 9, 10, and 11. I'm what? assuming 9 is Pluto. What? Yeah, 10, then there's 10 and 11 and 12. There's, <laughs> there's 9 right now. And if there was another one, it would be 10. This is saying 12. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, planet X. Is, X stands for 10. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm only reading what's in front of me. No, I'm I know. I'm not, I'm not questioning you. Yeah, I'm questioning, questioning yeah. what are the other two planets. No, this uh, this guy who's provided our information has some faults. I'm just reading. <laughs> okay, he's continue. not able to count. Um, Which no, didn't didn't they just discover that there is some kind of planet some sort out of there? Weird, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. There's like a. Or they can mass. tell that there's something out there that is orbiting the sun, just very, 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 very far slowly. away. Um, no, I I have heard about Planet X and the Anunnaki together. The fact that it's the twelfth planet is strange. I was just gonna read over it because I was like, I'm just gonna get through this. Maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's a typo. Uh, but the rest, the uh, this I do know ha that they say about the Anunnaki. They refer to this planet as Nibiru, which is located somewhere beyond Pluto. That's true. Well, right. that's so that's that what's widely received as possible. So that would make it the 10th planet. Yeah, the 10th planet. This planet, unlike any other planet in our solar system, has an elliptical orbit and moves clockwise rather than ah, rather than counterclockwise. It is said that the collision of Nibiru what? and another planet in our solar system, Maldek, was what created Earth. So they cra two planets crashed together and, and that, that created our solar knocked system. Knocked Earth into yeah. The current orbit, and it, that's not the first time I've heard. I've read that actually. The, the planets are only moving clockwise or counterclockwise depending on which angle you're looking at it from. Yeah, it, and it, they all have elliptical orbits. It, it would be counterclockwise or or clockwise depending on if you're looking at it from Earth. Is I think the view. Right, right. Anyway, I mean, is there any laws in physics that say that uh, planets in like other star systems like don't move at like opposite orbits? I'm not a physicist, so I yeah, can't say. Yeah, I just googled it. It says uh, every planet in our solar system except Venus and Uranus rotates counterclockwise. So, so uh, Venus so and Uranus also okay. incorrect. That's not the only. It's other not the planet. only one, yeah, but so it is possible that it could do that. Yeah, there's okay. two others. At least so two. So what others. we can take away from this paragraph is, according to scientists, nope, we're not going to take that. So. According to people on the internet, there's a tenth planet in our solar system, known as the possible planet X, uh, known as Nibiru, which is located somewhere beyond Pluto. That's what we're taking away from that paragraph. And it goes backwards like toilets in Australia. It may go backwards like toilets. Um, going on, this planet is inhabited by the Anunnaki, who landed on Earth and are originally uh, they originally con colonized Earth. They first came with the intention of mining Earth for gold and other minerals and live a kind of idealistic society in a small colony. Before heading to Earth, the Anunnaki colonized the planets in the Orion star system. I'm going to add to this paragraph. So they colonized the Gray's planet? 
they colonized this planet. Is it, weren't, weren't the gray, weren't the greys the ones from? Yeah, the, uh, no, the tall greys are originally from Orion's oh, system. Okay. Uh, I'm going to add to this paragraph here. The Anunnaki are credited with the reason for why humans are obsessed with gold. Yeah, because they made humans mine for it. They made humans mine for it, and the theory is is that the Anunnaki made humans mine for gold because it was the way they fueled their ships. As a theory. Okay, I mean that's probably a pretty common element in the galaxy, so it would make sense. Yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, gold does not only exist on Earth. This website. But wouldn't it be easier to just mine it from asteroids? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know how common gold is in asteroids. Humans don't do well in space. We're not very good at space. That's true. Yeah. So, <coughs> dumb we're, slaves. We're dumb slaves aren't good in space. We, we that's what we would be to them. Well, I mean, couldn't slaves. they make us good at space mining then? I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about these yeah, guys. Yeah, these guys are jerks. Um, this website goes on to say some really fun stuff. Uh, it says, in need of a workforce, they are said to have created mankind. Through genetic manipulation and in vitro fertilization. Ooh, they use big words. This is fun. They so upgraded those tall the guys from Prometheus. Yeah. They upgraded the genus Homo to sapiens. They uploaded the upgraded the genus Homo to sapiens. This is what it says. Homo to sapiens quality. Whatever. Okay. President, president on sapiens our- Oh, they quality. upgraded the genus Homo to sapiens quality. Which means they made a sapien. They made us homo of, sapiens. There was a bunch of different uh, yeah. homo, homos before we came around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was, though. Um, present on Earth since our inception, the Anunnaki have influenced every aspect of human life. But we don't know what they look like. We don't know what they look like. Um, and we've inherited pretty much all of their DNA. They might look just a lot like us. Um, but this website... Is garbage. Is garbage poor, in poorly written. And difficult to read, <laughs> and it's it counteracts counter counteracts itself over and over and over again. Counteracts? No, that's not the right word. Counter it's counterintuitive. No, it. <laughs> We're gonna find the word contradicts. Thank you, Jared. This episode is brought to you by Bigfoot Wine. <laughs> Lauren Lance is brought to you by Bigfoot Wine. I exist by Bigfoot Wine. Oh God, yeah, that was the. I do want to talk about another one. Um, I want to talk about the Nordic alien race. Oh, yeah. Oh, the sexy aliens. The these sexy are my aliens. favorite. These are, these are, these are my some second of the best ones. favorite. Is David Bowie one of these? He might David, be. David Bowie is not big enough to be a, a Nordic alien. I yeah, don't I don't think. think he was tall enough. Well, they made him look shorter uh, in the movies. Ancient civilizations around the world have spoken of angelic beings that descended from the skies sent by God to assist humanity by sharing their spiritual and emotional wisdom with earthlings. And they're These seen. are like nice aliens that, you know, they, they love you tender. They love you real tender. These mythological entities time. appear to continue their mission to this day, and many believe there are uh, emissaries from space, an extraterrestrial species known as the Nordic or Pleiad- Pleiadian race. Pleiades. Pleiadian? Yeah, Pleiadian. 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 The Nordics are a human-like species who first began appearing to contactees in the 1950s, claiming to be from the planet Venus, and later the Pleiades star cluster. Whether either is the origin planet or system of the Nordics is debatable, but 
And, well, and it is possible that they wish to keep their true home a secret for security reasons. Yeah, so Makes originally sense. when contactees they uh, talked to them, they would say that they were from Venus. Yeah, and then we actually got a look at Venus and we're like, we're like you yeah, guys I don't, don't live so. there. Yeah, so then they said, okay, well, we're from this star cluster, but that might not be so true. They're real cagey motherfuckers just trying to get their dicks wet. That's what you're telling me. Yeah. I'm just here to get my dick wet. I am here to get my dick wet. <laughs> Nordic aliens are also known as Tall Whites and Space Brothers. They're thought to be the angelic beings represented in many religious and ancient civilizations. So that makes sense, like like angels. They weren't really angels. They were just these guys that came floating down from space and were like, I love you. Yeah. So does God. Well, there's, there's Join my cult. There's plenty of, I mean, I think we should do an we episode. We bring you love. On, on this at some point. Comparing um, angel sightings in the Bible to, to aliens. aliens, because once you start looking at it that way, it's very apparent. And also to angels and airwaves songs. Well, I, I think that yeah. <laughs> I think they would approve of that. So uh, these peaceful entities are believed to be the true White Brothers, foretold in Hoppy prophecy, signaling the end of the Fourth Age. This sounds a little bit. It's a little spiritually. It sounds a little bit racist, actually. A little, little bit crystally. No, it's weird because this is the thing that's interesting to me about these Nordic aliens is that, yes, they're very sexy, right? Every time someone gets abducted by these guys, they end up fucked, but in a fun way. <laughs> and, but it's also like they're also light-skinned, slightly tanned, but 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 you know they're Blonde white. hair, blue eyes. Blonde hair, blue eyes, very lithe. It's like, are these Nazis? Is this a Nazi, like, fantasy? Like, or... Or or are they uh, just presenting themselves in a certain form that may make two racist people like they can read your mind like this guy's a racist. Make yourself blonde. I mean, that's pretty much how everyone in Norway and Sweden and all those Nordic countries look. Yeah, beautiful, lithe, tall. And- yes, yeah, they <laughs> all literally look like that. That's not oh, yeah. a joke. Yeah, or being like Iceland, racist, Lauren. <laughs> That's literally how almost yeah, everyone that's there. That's literally looks. everyone in Iceland. So if they're going there because they're Nordic aliens to fuck so, people, they're probably going like, "Oh, this is what they. This is what humans look like." Yeah, take the human form. <laughs> so Nordics are perhaps the most human in appearance of all ter- extraterrestrials, duh, and closely resemble people of Scandinavian descent. They tend to have blonde to reddish hair, blue or green eyes, and stand anywhere from five to seven feet tall. Some claim that Nordics lack irises and wear contact lenses to blend in when visiting our planet. I don't know. A fucking seven-foot-tall white guy does not blend in on our planet. Also... Yeah, he becomes a movie star. They wear contact lenses? I feel like their technology is probably beyond contact lenses. Or maybe that's just how we perceive it. This is, this is interesting. Many contactees also claim that these beings lack a sense of smell. Nordics huh. are fourth and fifth density beings. What the fuck does that mean? Nordics are generally observers, sometimes viewing events and contactees from within their craft, which range from spherical to cigar-shaped. As part of the Galactic Federation, Nordics often keep their distance from humanity, communicating telepathically or through dreams. So they're they're, they're following the Prime Directive? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they could be. They could be. They're nice. They don't want to influence us too much. Uh, many contactees have claimed to receive channeled messages of peace and love from these beings, and much of the information available about the species is obtained in this manner. The Nordics are concerned with the spiritual evolution of humanity and often remind contactees that we are closely related to them, albeit humans are at a, at a lesser development stage. 
So once everyone's white, then you'll be at our state. Is that oh, what they're for saying? Fuck's sake! <laughs> like uh, I don't know. The the Nords are are they're interesting. I like them the most because they're the most sexy, but I also feel the most uncomfortable about them because they're only very stereotyp- stereotypically white. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Other notable contactees, uh, well, the first one was about Travis Walton that they talk about, and we talked about that on a previous episode. Travis Walton the did- The fire in the did, sky guy. Yeah, he did see some human-looking and, like, a Nordic race on the on the craft, as well as, like, gray aliens. So, uh, another one is Billy Meyer, a Swedish farmer who claims to have been in contact with the Plagiarians, a Nordic extra- extraterrestrial race. Throughout his life- he has photographed, filmed, and has been in contact with these beings, delivering their messages of peace and love to humanity. Or I bet he, he's a cult leader. Or he's just look in him Sweden. <laughs> yeah, see if you can find us any pictures of his. I don't know why they wouldn't put him in this article. Uh, George a- Adamski was another early Nordic contactee of the 1950s and claimed to be in contact with a group of Nordic aliens from Venus. He wrote several books on the subject and said that his materials were cleared by the FBI and U.S. government. I don't know why that would matter. Yeah. Oh, this is the guy that just predicted uh, the um, the war that's going to happen on May thirteenth. Oh, oh, is this the same guy? We yeah. Have a, we have an article about that dude. We just I just read that. Yeah. He uh, it's a, that guy actually predicted that Trump was going to win back in twenty fifteen. Oh, here's one of his photographs. Yeah, that's not real. Uh, <laughs> that looks no, so bad. No. What, what's the guy's name again? Billy Meyer. Billy Meyer. Uh, Meyer, he predicted back in 2015 that Trump was going to win. And now he's predicting that we're going to enter a World War Four in, what is it, April 13th through May 13th? No, wait, no, April 13th. something. No, 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 no. It was May 13th through October 13th. So we got it's like be a short world war. Yeah. But apparently <laughs> it's going to be really horrible. Oh, he took picture. He also has pictures of pterodactyls. That's so, not, that's uh, not also not real. So mark your calendars everyone. Go underground April 13th or just not April, but May 13th and or just live your life. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we're going to talk about uh alien species right now, but we do want to talk about some sex stories. Woo! Yay! In Garbage our sex. You Believe in What segment. You Believe in What? All right, so our You Believe in What segment. What? Do you have a Do you have a sexy Nordic story for us? I have some sexy alien shit to lay down on everyone. Now, there's like a whole... There's like a whole website devoted to this. I think there's multiple there, websites there, there are multiple websites. I found one of my favorites... Um, this one is from classifiedufo.com, so it's a segment of the entire classifiedufo.com. And it's, what is the segment called? Alien sex? Alien sex abductions is the entire segment. We can put it in... What counts as sex? Like, if you just get, like, diddled a little? Penetration? Usually it has something to, with all these stories, it usually has something to do with making some sort of progeny or them stealing your seed... Or you know, that sort of deal. So they Gross. Hook, you, hook you up to like a s- suction machine. Yeah. And they make you pay child support. Yeah. There's there's a couple in this whole list. 
where they'll have a guy like making love to the most beautiful Nordic alien woman ever. And then right at the moment of climax, they put a little tube over his dick and he comes in there. That that happens a couple times in these stories. Um, but I thought it would be interesting to share some of the ideas of the writer and then to pick a story. I picked a story that I liked particularly. Um, when you're on this segment of the website, they do uh, give you a little thing. It goes, this must be considered adults-only material before reading, as it can be very disturbing to uh, I was fragile read minds. This, uh, on the Great American Teacher, and I was going to read stories yeah, from the Yeah, side. I mean, oh, you should man. rethink that, John. You should rethink that. I guess you better just go back to the deep web and pull something from there. So, uh, they begin this whole section with a little bit of a, a description of what, this, what all of this is. Uh, exophilia is what they call it. Exophilia is, is that the when you're into it? Yeah, it's when okay. you like it. Exophilia is the human love of otherworldly entities, energies, robotic and or non-human life forms. Ancient culture stories tell of gods couplings with humans that are so highly sexual in nature that they lead to a glorification of the heightened state of the communion as a form of worship. So you see this a Ugh. lot, like um. You see this a lot in, in uh, mythology, though. These gods turning into animals and then humans fucking them. Like, it happens pretty yeah, well, often. No, they turn into people. No, uh, what's the... Who's the god who's... Zeus. Go- Zeus. Zeus turned into, like, Oh, yeah, he was real sick, though. Shit. Yeah, like, he did some fucked up shit. Uh, what is attraction to artificial intelligence, robot workers, and computer factories? It's all about a lost connection to an ancient DNA code from our alien creators. The strange cases of abduction by ETs of women and men for invasive genital manipulation to produce ovaries and semen have reported body, body, eh, body cavity medical procedures along with sensual female alien lovemaking with men and women to create impregnation to achieve hybrid births. So Is, sometimes it's sensual, sometimes... Sometimes it's just forceful. Yeah. But the ultimate goal is some sort of... It's either stealing semen or it's impregnating. It's one or the other. Well, I have heard... I've, I've heard of abduction cases where, like, like, a woman has, like... After abduction, she claims, like, she has a hysterectomy now. Yeah, there are a lot of, uh... There are a lot of it's abductions. like, yeah, they just took all of her reproductive they took everything organs. out. There's one story in there where... In... On this website... Where there's a lady who, she gets uh, abducted multiple times. She gets, she experiences what she calls lovemaking from this alien multiple times. And then wake up, wakes up one morning and just blood everywhere. And then upon being checked by a doctor, there's a complete hysterectomy that's been yeah, done. Yeah, that, now that's, that's not sensual. No, that's not sensual at all. I don't think she... If she doesn't remember it, then it's uh, it's an issue. Talk about ghosting. At best, yeah, no shit. <laughs> took your ovaries and left. So one of my favorite stories um, in here is about David Huggins, who was born in Georgia in uh, 1943. His detailed, highly sexual alien encounters started in 1951, where the eight-year-old played on the family farm. Huggins, so he was only eight? He was only eight. So See, that's really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, you can't do that. That's not cool. Yeah, it's not cool. Not cool, aliens. Huggins' initial experience started during daylight around the farm. At night, 
the creatures would appear in his- wait, hold on. It says it, it, it started during daylight, but this website then goes to at <laughs> night. Gotta hate this website. Fuck this web. These websites are so bad. <laughs> um, anyways, at night, not during the day, he gets escorted to an egg-shaped UFO. He first encountered a short alien with large glow- glowing eyes that was covered in brown fur. Sexy. Yeah. Then, the alien mantis, which is what he called it, which often seemed to be in control, followed by typical alien greys. So there's something. So there's a mantis, a hair-covered thing. And alien greys. And alien greys. Yeah. And they were all wearing identical blue jumpsuits, because that's cute, right? Yeah. You gotta have team solidarity. The most exciting, though, is a hybrid. Yeah, exactly. Is a hybrid named Crescent, who initially appeared as a mother figure, had large eyes, pale skin, and long hair that seemed to be a wig. These, and uh, she also had definite human anatomical features. So she had tits, is what they're saying here. Was she just like naked with a wig? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tits and uh, tits and you know, vag. Um, the encounter ceased when he was 11, and his family moved to Ackworth. Um, at 17, a UFO followed them there. Uh, at that point, he lost his virginity to the hybrid alien gray called Crescent. So, so much for a mother figure. She just waited until he was old enough to fuck. Um, yeah, that's that's seems pretty typical. That's pretty she gross, Crescent. She pulled a Woody Allen, basically. Yeah, raised uh, him. But to be fair, Huggins writes that he was highly attracted to Crescent, and strange as it was, Crescent was a passionate lover, and after sex with her on top, on top, mind you. Well, that's the good stuff in the sometimes 40s. Sometimes in the woods, sometimes in the UFO. Ooh. She always Racy. used devices on him to extract his semen, and often he was taken to a room where he was made to have sex with the other younger female hybrid aliens as well. Oh, so they were just passing him around. But check Damn. it out. Crescent was the dumb bitch. It was always after Crescent masturbated him before ejaculating. The writer goes on to say... Oh. The writer goes on to say, milking him of his semen in a group gathering of aliens and mantis that had pronounced energy ceremonial feeling to it with the ejaculate collected in a mantis bukkake 16. Holy device. This is fucking mantis alien bukkake. Oh my God. That is what I'm reading to you right now. That's what happened. Somebody really believes this, by the way. No, no. Oh, I believe it 100%. Huggins believes it's 100%, but Huggins... I know this is true. No, it goes on. Huggins isn't the only one, my friends. When David found a girlfriend, the aliens frightened her so badly that she left the city. Huggins thought the aliens wanted him to themselves. The sex was so frequent that the annoyance to his life was worth it. This poor guy. Just getting masturbated onto a mantis. Poor guy. He believes the creatures are from a parallel universe and seem to be based in a complex of subterranean caverns beneath the ground. In the early 1970s, the aliens informed Huggins that they were leaving his life. He was made to forget their existence. He was getting too old. Except for a future date of 1987. He did not know it then, but the beings would return at that time, nearly 20 years later. Huggins was reintroduced to Crescent and to a progeny of his children from their union. Did she age, did it say? 
Um, no, it does not say. I imagine she looked as virile as ever. He was also introduced to a clone of himself and several other humans. He was never given any prophetic word of wisdom. He was only ever just a sexual deliverer. Did they at least give him money? Of the gene they required. Yeah, they should have given him at least a couple hundred bucks a pop. Nope. As <laughs> far like as Kurt Vonnegut Narvel. As yeah. far as money goes, Huggins went on to live a normal life, marrying and fathering a child while working at the deli and pursuing his alien sex art. It's like, sir, you've been diagnosed with space AIDS. And that is a story of David Huggins. <laughs> David Huggins, I am afraid to tell you, you've contracted space chlamydia, <laughs> space clams, space David Huggins kisses, space herpes. So uh, yeah, that, that's definitely one of my top ten alien sex stories. Yeah, I, I like David, David Huggins kisses. That's a phenomenal story. He yeah. made a bunch of space babies, or or no, he thinks they're or from clones. the ground. Well, if they live in the ground, why do they have a spaceship? They gotta get out sometime. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Don't Ten? you just like to go for a drive every so often, John? That's true. I just want to put How this else are you out there. How you get the space McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to put this out there, though. Ten points to you if you jacked off to that. Ten oh, points. God, but don't yeah. tell us. Ten yeah. points yeah. to yeah. Gryffindor. Those are your ten points. You yeah. claim them. Those points all for all, all coming from Lauren. Yeah. Not from any, I'm gonna award anybody else. Yeah, Ten I'm taking points. points away. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not write us or send Lauren videos on her Facebook Instant Messenger. You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> if there's a video to you jacking off to aliens, I'm totally cool with watching it. Jeez, <laughs> oh, don't say that. Now you're getting it. That's fine. Yeah. All right, That'd you can contact us story. at uh, uh, Facebook.com backslash mysteriousnesses or mysteriousnesses. Uh, what, podcast? Yeah, PC at gmail.com. At gmail.com. And uh, check out mysteriousnesses.com for all our back episodes. And also, you, we can be heard on Stitcher Smart Radio, iTunes, and Bubba Army Radio 1, Saturdays at 6 p.m. Please leave us a review at any of those places. That would be very helpful. Uh, subscribe and share with your friends. Do not leave uh, jack-off videos. Uh, no matter what Lauren says, that is just the big foot line talk. I'm cool with it. Bigfoot Warren. Happy birthday, Warren. Woohoo! All right, we're out of here. Good night.